This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Swung out. now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. And welcome back to the Coliseum. Well, that quickly, the A's season is on the brink as the A's and the White Sox will meet tomorrow and the A's will have to win the game to prolong this 2020 campaign as the White Sox got a brilliant pitching performance from Lucas Giolito and they beat the A's 4-1 for Giolito. He was perfect through six innings. He allowed Leadoff base hit by Tommy Lestella in the seventh. He finally left the game in the eighth inning after surrendering a leadoff walk to Canna and a base hit by Jake Lamb. And that was the inning in which the A's scored their only run. It was charged to Giolito, but still he was outstanding. And the A's offense, they were uh, dormant for much of the season, especially late in the season, hoping that maybe the second season uh, would be a, a breath of fresh air, as Bob Melvin termed it. Well, today the A's had just three hits, and uh, the White Sox are now 15-0 and 0 this year in games started by lefties. And the home run, again, the difference. I mean, they live with a homer this year. They led the American League with 96. They hit three today. And uh, the big blow was the two-run shot by Jose Abreu in the third inning, which really, I mean, it changed. It, it just, if you're fighting an uphill battle as the A's were all day, it's such a big difference when the score goes from one to nothing to three to nothing. The home runs are by Engel and Abreu and uh, by Grandal. And the A's bullpen had to give the A's the last five and two-thirds innings. And the, when Duncan and Petit really kept the A's in it by going three and two-thirds and blanking the White Sox, but then Soria allowed the home run to Grandal in the eighth inning before Diekman shut out the White Sox uh, one, two, three, shut them down in the ninth inning. This is the A's clubhouse show. And it's presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. When we come back, Chris Townsend will pick up the coverage. Four to one White Sox. And we'll be back after this. Your Oakland A's are in the postseason. And drilled to left. Way back. Yastrzemski will turn and watch. And the A's have tied it up. On a ninth inning grand slam by Steven Piscotti. Do you believe that? And a wild card series against the White Sox is upon us. Hit in the air in a deep left field. He's done it again. Jose Abreu is some kind of locked in. Join A's Cast Live each day three hours before first pitch to get you ready for the series. In-depth analysis, live guests, and more. Then, join us for the A's Total Access pregame show, your destination for wall-to-wall A's coverage leading up to first pitch. Be there for every pitch with Ken Korak, Vince Catronio, and Ray Fossey on A's cast and the A's radio network as the A's take on the Southsiders. After the game, keep it locked in for A's Clubhouse and A's Talk with Chris Townsend. The Wild Card Series is here, and it's time to rep the town with your Oakland A's. This is A's Clubhouse. 
And it is the Ace Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This bud is for you. Hey, Harry Carey. Uh, Ken? Hey, I'm a bud man. <laughs> you know, but guy, the guy had like literally one of the greatest gigs of all time. Like, oh, that's fine. He can drink Budweiser all game. That's great. Nobody uh, has sold more beer than Harry Carey. Uh, that, that, that was rough. That was, was rough yeah, in was. so many different ways. And I, you know, the, you, you've lost three. And, and I, I don't want to go back to 14. This is a different group of people. This is, I want to talk about the last three wild card games. Each time you've done something completely different, you know, you go with the opener. You go with Manaya, who had just come back off the shoulder injury. Now you go Lazardo. It's just, I, I wonder when the team looks at it, if they wonder, listen, we've got the AL pitcher of the month sitting on the bench. we got the guy who's practically unbeatable at home at Mike Fires. He's won the most for us. And in every one of these games, as you and I talked about uh, earlier today, they always get behind. And I just wonder at some point, is it, and it's tough playing uphill in, 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 in the playoffs. There's no question. Yeah, and if you're fires, you you know you might be thinking, hey, maybe I deserve a shot because he he is normally win when he pitches, but that's the thing. And you're right; it's exactly what we talked about. Now it didn't happen in the first inning like it did last year with Yandy Diaz, the leadoff home run, the home run by Judge, in the first two years ago. But the script is basically the same: home runs given up early, the A's get behind, and then they don't hit much, and the pressure starts to mount, and then you lose. Now. The good thing is that it's not one and done, and I don't mind Bassett pitching tomorrow because there is a school of thought that maybe you want your best guy in the second game. So uh, if he can win tomorrow now, you've got the third game on your home field, but they've got a hit. And, you know, it's, I don't think it's a matter of uh, flipping the switch because they, they always play hard. But this is a club that just has not hit this year, uh, and they were built to hit a whole lot better than this. And uh, the other thing is that this... This club, and especially with the long-term contract that he signed, was built to have Chris Davis batting fourth and DHing. And, you know, he had a tough year last year, a tough start to the season uh, this year. One would assume he'd be in there tomorrow in DHing against the lefty, but that's a big void in the A's lineup right now because it kind of everything kind of revolved around him, uh, Chris. So you take a 40-home run bat out of there. Now it's been a couple of years since he's done that. So if you go kind of inside what's happened, I think there's, there are a couple of reasons why the A's offensively aren't where they should be. And look what happened with the other higher seed. They lost today as the Houston Astros. They won 4-1, to one, beating Minnesota at Target Field in their very first game. And now Minnesota and Oakland are staring elimination in the eye, and the Astros aren't. You want to know why the Astros aren't, Ken? Because no matter how we feel about them, they're tough. They're battle-tested. They've been tough in the postseason now for years. And I, you got, even though we don't like them, got to have respect because when the going gets tough, the tough get They're, going, and they fight hard. And they've got guys who are swinging the bats well right now. And you're right. I mean, they still have a really good lineup. And even though they were under 500 on the regular season, they're a threat. They really are. And, I, you know, if the A's could somehow come out early against Keuchel, and put some numbers, put some runs on the board early tomorrow. String together some hits. Maybe gain a little momentum, get into the game with a lead. That might release some of the pressure, Chris. And like I said, uh, Chris Davis is going to be in there. He's had a good September. So, 
you know, maybe good fortunes for the A's tomorrow, but, you know, if you're over-anxious at all, that'll play right into Keuchel's game. Because he's going to flip that ball toward the outside corner, and he's going to try to get you to roll over on the sinker and the changeup. And that's why he gets a ton of ground balls and double plays. Because right-handed hitters, if you're over-anxious, you're on your front foot, and you hit a lot of ground balls to shortstop against him. So they've seen him a ton. I mean, Keiko's uh, made 20 starts and two relief appearances against the A's over the years. So uh, he's the guy the A's have to beat tomorrow. No doubt, no doubt about it. But the thing that I do like is the fact that they know him. The majority of the guys, you know, in mm-hmm. a bunch of these series, you might be facing guys you've never faced before or it's been a while since you face them. They know Keiko real well. You're right. And Giolito is one of the best in the business. So it wasn't a surprise that he pitched well today. But uh, you're right. And they have Bassett, who's been one of the best guys around this year. So I think they have the right guy going um, in game two tomorrow. All right, buddy. It's it's not going to be easy. We knew, we knew it wasn't going to be easy, but now uh, it's hard to believe after everything we went through and one quick day off and you're already facing elimination. When it happens, and it's happened to us a lot, right? And you're, you, know, you, you do your job and all of a sudden you're, it, it ends so abruptly. And you know, the A's are just trying to stave that off tomorrow because nobody wants to go home. Nobody wants to see another... Uh, to have to deal with another postseason disappointment. So uh, tomorrow's a really big game for this club. No doubt about it. Have a safe drive, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, buddy. Ken Korak, the voice now we're saying, of fall. I'm with you. I'm frustrated. I just, I, I really am just frustrated in so many different ways. As, you know, you've seen this. And maybe tomorrow they come out and they bass its money and they score a bunch of runs and you'll feel better. But not going to feel bad. Not going to feel good going to bed tonight. I can tell you that the number is eight three three six two five two two seven eight. That's eight three three six two five two two seven eight. There's always, I guess, the best way I want to put it is. You want your athletes to be in a frame of mind of, of, of you do something that's normal. Like you try and stay consistent, as consistent as possible. And for some reason, the last three wild card games, what you're throwing out there on the mound is not consistent. One game you're going the opener. One game you're going a guy that just came back. Yeah, he'd thrown the ball well, but he'd just come back. Did he really earn the start? And the same thing with Jesus Lazardo. I calculated it up. Jesus Lazardo now in the month of September has a 5.02 ERA. You can make all the excuses you want. He's got a 5.02 ERA. The last two clubs to see him, the Dodgers and now the White Sox, you can say he's a stuff guy. They haven't had an issue with his stuff. And now in the last two wild card games between Manaya and Jesus Lazardo, those two combined, because remember, Manaya went two innings, four earned runs. They combined to go, what, five and a third? 0 and 2 with an 11.81 ERA. I want you just to think about that. These last two wild card games, you, you went with a different option. Because you're thinking stuff, and the two guys combined for 11.81 ERA. 
if you were watching the game today, I tried to watch as much of it as I could. It was essentially 1-1 heading into the ninth inning between the Astros and the Twins. There wasn't a whole lot of offense there either until the Astros busted out for three in the ninth. I mean, what we have seen in these last three wild card games is instantly you're in trouble. Now, the White Sox didn't score, but what happened? Very first batter, base hit, then another base hit. It's first and third. Okay, gets out of the jam. Then a home run in the top of the second inning, and then a three-run shot in the top of the third, and now it's like, here we go again. I mean, if I'm thinking it, other people got to be thinking it, and they've got to be thinking it. Here we go again. Tim Anderson said, thank you for throwing a left-hander. Ah, our lefty's different. Our guy's different. They haven't faced a guy like our guy. I think Jesus Lazardo is going to be a fine pitcher someday. But I don't know if it's being overblown on who he is right now. I mean, I, 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 I hate to keep referring to this, but it's like man, the way we talk about him, you would think, oh, my God, this guy's – and I think he could be that guy. But he's not there yet. And you need to get off to a point – like, look at Giolito. And look at the Twins and look at the Astros today. You start putting up zeros and you start getting into the rhythm of the game. A lot of zeros. Three up, three down. Three up, three down. Three, you know, you start getting – yeah, but the A's, they get in this game and they go with something that's different. And I wonder if the players are like, okay, we got the AL pitcher of the month who, like, was unhittable in the dugout. Are you telling me game two is really more important than game one? I think now with the loss, (laughs) the team who wins game one – percentage-wise, has a good chance to really win the series. I understand, hey, have your best guy go in game two and then he can pitch game one of the division series. Well, there's no no guarantee you're going to get there. I mean, if if you're the front office, they're now 15-0 and against left-handed pitching. You really still thinking Mania game three? They didn't want to announce it, but they're thinking it. You, you still want to think that? The number one analytic is wins and losses. That's the number one number that matters. All the other stuff doesn't matter if you don't win. You can have all the data and all the technology you want. You got to win or lose. And you really going to throw another left hand? I mean, if you can win tomorrow with Chris Bassett, you really going to throw another left-hander against a team that's 15-0 and against lefties? All right, we're going to take your phone calls after this rough one. As Again, Giolito's been fantastic, let's be honest. He has had the last year and a half or year and 60 games. He's thrown the ball real well, and he threw the ball real well today. I will tip my cap. There is no question. But also, you know, it is alarming, the lack of contact. I mean, look, three up, three down, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Six innings and no hits, not even a walk. I mean, 
Remember the whole thing I told you about going down the rankings of where the A's were? The, the two categories this season where they were like a top ten was triples and walks. Well, I don't know how many triples you're going to get in the postseason. And I don't know how many walks you're going to get in the postseason. Because Giolito was pounding the strike zone today. So you're not going to walk your way to a run. You got to hit. But I don't expect big, you know, crooked number innings. These are going to be close games. And just like what we saw with the Twins and the Astros, it was 1-1 to the ninth inning. You got to be able to keep pace with that. You can't be having two guys on in the first, giving up a home run in the second, giving up a two-run shot in the third, giving up another home run. In the You can't do that. Pitching, especially knowing that the offense is struggling, the pitching has to back it up. Because if you don't, good luck. All righty, you're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Phone calls, and we'll hear from Bob Melvin of the players next as we roll on right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you. The same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With RingCentral, the number one global communication solution for business. RingCentral makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected... We mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. We've done it before. Down ball to the right side. Speared by Phillips. Flips Ackersley. Yes. He's there in time and the A's are the world champions. Now it's time to do it again. Join us throughout the postseason for wall-to-wall coverage on A's Cast with live shows, great podcasts, and all the action you crave. A's Cast is your destination for non-stop postseason coverage. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. The 2-2. Swung on ground and up the middle. There's the base hit. First one for the Athletics. No surprise, LaStella through the middle of the diamond with no shift. And the A's do get their first base runner. It's a leadoff single to start the bottom of the seventh. We'll see if that can finally get the A's moving. If you were going to lay odds on who would get the first hit, he'd be the guy, right? Ken Korak, that's fact. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you.
I know how this is going to go, and I know the callers because I know your fears. And your fears played out today in this loss, 4-1. to one. Let's go to Gene in Oakland. Gene in Oakland, lead us off here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Chris. Yeah, go ahead, Gene. Oh, I tell you, Chris, <clears throat> I am so angry now I can barely talk. I, I cannot still believe that they chose to start Luzardo today. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. Uh, I mean, this kid, this kid's been get, got lit up more times than not this year. He got lit up the last time he pitched. Um, you know, all the stats were against him. This, if if ever, was the time to start Fires or at least or Bassett, one of the two. Uh, it, it makes no sense to me. And you know, I I strongly suspect that Billy Bean had his fingers in on this that he wanted his prized possession to go out there for the game. I really find it very, very difficult to believe that uh, that Melvin made this decision. Um, interested in your thoughts on it. Oh, uh, the front office wanted him to start. There's no question. All these, and you know what? It's just not the A's front office. It's all these front offices. Mm-hmm. They're, they're now yeah. all addicted to velocity, spin rates, all the data that you get from all the technology that they use, and that's what they go by. And someone like Mike Fires is not light, not lighting those uh, data points up. And when you say, okay, wait a minute, though. When I can give you the numbers of how much he has won, you know, he's, what, 26-9 yeah. and nine in his starts with the A's, and the A's are 38-15 yeah. and right. 15 when he starts. That is the kind of data mm-hmm. they don't let. That's not science. <laughs> that's just that's just wins mm-hmm. and losses. But that's the data to me that, that, that matters. And you know I've been calling mm-hmm. for it. Like, like I can't imagine mm-hmm. there, there's some way. If the A's can win tomorrow, I just can't imagine starting another left-hander against a team that – is now 15 and 0 when you start a left-hander and they said thank you. Yeah. They said thank you when you started Jesus Lazardo <laughs> against them. Right, right. And you know, and why wouldn't you start, you know, why wouldn't you start Bassett? Now Bassett has, you know, he has good velocity. He's got all the the pitchers. He was our best pitcher this year. He's one of the best pitchers in the American League and why not you know, go conventional, start your best pitcher in the beginning of the playoffs as probably every other team did. You know, and then come in with fires. I I don't know. I mean, our backs are to the wall now, and and Bassett's he's got even more pressure on him than he otherwise would have had if he pitched today. Uh, so let's hope he he comes out. He's cool and he he's got his best stuff. And you know, and then we'll just see what happens in the third game. But um, I'm I'm just very very upset right now. I mean, I haven't been this angry since uh, Bean let Donaldson go and replaced him with Billy Butler. I mean, that's. That's how pissed off I am. (laughs) I'll talk to you tomorrow, Gene. (laughs) All right. Be well. By the way, if Titus, if you are still on hold, hang up and call back. We have a few snafus with our new phone system. So, Titus, hang up and we'll we'll get you on. Let's go to Greg in San Luis Obispo. Greg, you're now on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Tony. What's cracking, brother? That was a rough one. That was a rough one. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got a lot of stuff to say, and I'm going to probably say some stuff that isn't real popular. But at this point, you know, what do we got to lose? I mean, it's just uh, 
same song, different verse. But um, to say I'm surprised at the outcome, I'm not. I'm just not. You know, the A's haven't hit all year. They didn't hit today. Um, you look at that other club, they're better than us. You know, we don't got a guy like Abreu. We don't got nobody close to Abreu. I mean, you look at his numbers, and they blow doors off anybody uh, in the Oakland lineup. I mean, it's just a fact. Tim Anderson, we don't got a one-two punch like Abreu and Anderson. Nothing close. Um, they struggled down the stretch, but they got, they got just as, you know, I think they were one win short compared to the A's record. So to say I'm surprised that the A's lost, of course I'm not. I'm not surprised at all. Um, I'm disappointed because that kind of goes to my next point. Um, at what point does the front office start considering moving on from Bob Melvin? I know you're an insider townie. You work for the A's. You know a lot of guys in the industry. I, you know, I, 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 got a, I got a buddy who I played high school ball with, you know, drafted by the Cleveland Indians. He's locked in to, to baseball and he's been a scout for years. The rumblings around Major League Baseball is that Bob Melvin cannot get it done in the postseason. I hear it from my buddy. I hear it from a lot of people. And there comes a point where it's like, you know what? Manager of the year, great regular season, it don't mean nothing. It don't mean anything. If you don't win in the postseason, I'm not even talking about winning a pennant. I'm not talking about getting to the World Series. I'm talking about winning one playoff game. And at some point, you know, you want to blame the upper management and they had a hand in, uh, in Lazardo starting today. You know, that, that could be the case, but it ultimately comes down to the manager. And I know managers get fired yeah, sometimes. See, see, I mean, I, over I, in the NBA. See, you just Greg, start... Greg, I'm going to tell you, I don't buy that anymore. This isn't, this isn't Tommy Lasorda and Earl Weaver. This is a collective uh, agreement on how to run a baseball team from the front office down. And I think you're crazy because you don't want Bob Melvin. You want to go back to the way it used to be when Bob Guerin was here. You've been to the playoffs six out of nine years under Bob Melvin. Let me tell you something. You have no idea how hard it is to manage in this kind of environment. And when you had his players stepping up and saying that one of the only reasons we got through this whole COVID-19 and when Daniel Mangdon tests positive and they were locked up in a hotel in Houston, multiple players said on my show, the reason we got through this is Bob Melvin. So I think you really need to rethink what you're talking about when it comes about leadership and leading men. Win me a playoff game. You know, numbers don't lie. People do. And when it comes down to it, how many years are we going to keep losing? Like I said, I'm not talking about going to the World Series. That's obviously dreams and aspirations, and the A's got you know great bullpen, and they got some nice pieces. Win me one playoff game. I mean, how many times are we going to do this? How many times are we going to be singing the same old song every postgame show, every postseason? It's the same song, different hey, verse. Greg, hey, Greg, I've been and saying I'm this. Not, I'm not saying... Greg, Greg, I've been saying this. The one guy that wins you games, you never pitch him. You always want to go with the stuff guy. Who throws harder? Who's this? I hear you. Who, you, you, get, you had the AL. You had the AL pitcher of the month. He had one of the best months, Chris Bassett, in the history of A's baseball, and he didn't pitch today. I said last week, Townie Bassett should get the ball game one. So you're going to sit here and tell me if Bob Melvin put his foot down and said, "Start Chris Bassett, start him." That you know, Billy Bean's going to what's he going to do? Fire him right on the spot? No. It comes down to Melvin makes no, the final that's call. Not, I'm telling you, or, or, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. I don't know. You tell me. Know. Okay, you tell me what what manager makes the final call in Major League Baseball. I, I'll wait for it. There's I'm just saying. No, no, 
what, what, name me the man. You think A.J. Hinch was making the call with Jeffrey Lunau? I'm going to tell you right now, no. You think Dave Roberts, who's been to the World Series twice, is making those calls? I'm going to tell you no. You can't tell me one manager in Major League Baseball who's making that call. I'm talking about the final call. When it comes down to it, if there is not one manager, there's not one manager in baseball make. There's not one guy. Once they started elevating these guys to presidents of baseball operations, VP of this and that, it's a collaborative agreement. Let me tell you something. I'll give you another one. All you people that love Steve Kerr, you think Steve Kerr was making the final call on everything? No, he wasn't. That's not how sports works today. You've got to realize, you've got to modernize yourself as a fan. Doc Rivers just won, just, just got ousted, just got fired, just got canned. He's won a world championship. Those guys choked away the second round of the playoffs. It comes down to someone's got to roll. And I, I, I get it. Sometimes managers take a bad rap. But at the end of the day, if you win on your watch, you, you get the credit. If you lose on your watch, you got to go. And let's face it. Hey, hey, what's, the, the, hey what, what's, the difference the between, what's the difference between Doc Rivers and Bob Melvin? Doc's won. No, Doc won with the Celtics, not with the Clippers. Bob Melvin's never won nothing. Bob Melvin's never won a thing. Uh, Doc Rivers had control over personnel. No, that's. I'll I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But he also won a championship in in Boston, and Melvin ain't got close to winning a championship. He came to get out of the first round. I think you're nuts. I think. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I. I honestly, I think you're. I couldn't disagree with you anymore because I know how tough this job is. And if you think you could just get – and that's why there's guys like Kevin Cash. That's why certain guys like Joe Matt. There's only certain guys that can be in situations like this and be successful. That's why there's so many teams. They go into rebuild mode. They don't spin like the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Dodgers, and they just lose year after year after year. So appreciate the phone call. I totally disagree. I totally – and it's so easy I, for I, everybody. I that, huh? No, I, I, I respect that. I respect your opinion. I'm just saying – I'm not saying fire Bob Melvin. I'm saying when do you, we start You said fire Bob you know, Melvin. What do you mean you didn't say fire Bob Melvin? You said it. I, okay, well, let me correct myself then. I said we got to start considering maybe moving on from Bob Melvin. I didn't say fire for him on the what? spot. But how many times are you going to lose We finally have a manager. We finally – oh, you know what? You know, you, you know what? I hear this crap all the time. Let me tell you something. Go ahead go ahead and get rid of Billy Bean. Get rid of David Force. Get rid of Bob Melvin. You want to see losing? Because they would go out and hire somebody, and they would do a total dumpster fire rebuild. And then you'd spend the next five years in last place trying for draft picks. And if you think this is bad, let me tell you something. Look around baseball. There's a lot of worse situations. That's no, I fact. like Bobby. I like, I like Billy Bean. I like Billy Bean. I'm just telling you right not, now, I'm that's not, fact. By no means am I saying that. And you know how many people I just, don't know. And how many people you think are dying to come manage Oakland? Probably not a lot. I'll give you that much. Thank <laughs> you very much, that's, Greg. That, that's a I, really good point. Thank you very much. I've had this conversation with many people. I understand you're frustrated. I'm frustrated. But this is a job full of pitfalls. And if you don't understand how to get around those pitfalls... You will fail. And I, I've been saying, like, look at what everybody does now. They go out and they go, okay, who has a smart front office? Okay, let's hire that guy. And what does that guy come in? This guy comes in, and what does he do? Dumpster fire. He tears it all down. 
and then you go through full-on rebuild mode. And there's organizations all over baseball like that. And that they hope that they're going to be like the Houston Astros and that they're going to draft their way out of it. For God's sakes, man, Seattle hasn't been to the postseason since 2001. Pittsburgh was under 500 for 20 years. I mean, you can go on and on. When, when do you think Baltimore, Detroit are going to win? Not anytime soon. I know it sucks. You want to win. It's, it is just one game. Let's not hit the panic button. If they lose tomorrow, fine, you can hit the panic button. But that's why it's a best two out of three. But starting to talk about firing people after you win the division? Really? We'll continue to take your phone calls at 833-625-2278. That's 833-625-2278. We'll hear from Bob Melvin. We'll hear from Jesus Lazardo. That's all coming your way right here on the A's Clubhouse Show. Want a more exciting checking account? First United Credit Union is swinging for the fences with a free rewards checking account. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union is giving you no monthly fee, no minimum balance, pays interest, and earns up to double points on a Visa rewards card. Redeem points for gift cards, travel, merchandise, even cash. Better yet, for a limited time, they'll give you $100 to open an account and use it. Open an account online or at any of their East Bay branches. Visit firstunitedcu.org forward slash athletics for details. Insured by NCU the Oakland A's are proud to have joined Rally to Vote, a nonpartisan coalition with When We All Vote, Rise, and professional sports franchises across the country committed to encouraging fans to register to vote and participate in elections. Led by the Sacramento Kings, the coalition includes 35 professional sports teams across Major League Baseball and the NBA, WNBA, NHL, MLS, and NWSL. Visit rallythevote.org for more information to register to vote and to take action today. Out it goes! Unbelievable! Chris Davis takes the team on his back! This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris Davis with the A's ninth walk-off of the year. A long drive to right center that just kept on going. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. Listening to A's Cast. Lighthand appearing into McCann. Ready now. He's at the belt. Now turns and delivers, and Olsen swings and misses. This game is over. So the White Sox get a leg up on the A's in the wild card series, and they flex their muscles with three home runs. And all White Sox today, they beat the A's by the final of four to one. All right, let's get back out to the phones. Let's go to Jake in Hayward. Jake. You are on the A's Clubhouse Show. Go ahead, Jake. Hey, Chris. How's it going, man? Hey, I'm hanging in there. Hello? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Hey, what did Lazardo do to earn the start today? Whose decision is that to put him out there? Is it Melvin or Bean? It would be, I mean, they all got to wear it because if they're going to tell us that it's a effort amongst everybody, then they all got to wear it. Isn't Melvin the guy who says players make the lineup? You got the pitcher of the month sitting there in the dugout. Lozardo's throwing meatballs all month. I mean, 
you don't you don't play a guy because of his potential. And what's going on with Darren Bush? When is he going to be held accountable? Isn't he a bullpen coach? Why can't we get a real hitting coach? Well, manufacture some runs, man. I, I, Come I, on, it, it's the playoffs. <laughs> Well, I don't know why you're shocked. They came in with one of the worst batting averages in the history of uh, the postseason. It, it, look, I'm not look, look, shocked. Look, I've been saying this all year. Look at this. Do they do they know that this is a regular season lineup? I mean, no, the playoffs no, hey, are hey, a different hey, animal, man. Hey, look. All right. You, okay. You ready for this? Let, let me give you a little stat. Did you listen to A's Cast Live today? I'm I'm at work right now. Actually, I can't. Okay. Check all worst that out. worst batting average. By postseason teams in Major League Baseball history. You ready? Oh, my God. This year's Cincinnati Reds. This year's Chicago Cubs. This year's Brewers. This year's Indians. And this year's A's. All of them set the record for worst batting averages coming into a postseason. It's just a joke. you got to get a real hitting coach for one. And Matt Olson, what is he doing up there? He's a strikeout machine. Come on. He's killing us. I love the guy, but if he's not hitting a home run or scooping a ball, saving an air, I mean, he's worthless. He's a rally killer. I just don't think this lineup is made for the freaking playoffs. I mean, I don't know. Simeon, I, this lineup right now is not made to win playoffs or regular season. They limped in. Exactly. I mean, they don't make contact. You don't make contact. Unless you hit home runs like they did today, and if you're not hitting home runs, how do you score? It's just a joke. You got to manufacture runs, steal a base or two, hit and run, do something. You got to scratch out runs. I mean, I want to see Mike Fires out there too. I'm tired of Melvin getting too cute with this bullpen, with this postseason rotation, throwing Manai out there last year. He's a weak lefty. You got Lazardo. Give Fires a chance. He's a gritty veteran. This is playoffs. You got to have some grit. I mean, just inning by inning. You can't just have these guys go out there and just bow to potential. It's just really frustrating. I want to see Fires. I know we're tomorrow we're going to see Bassett, but it's a day, it might be a day too late. It's just frustrating, Chris. No, I hear you. I hear you. Appreciate the phone call. Yeah, fires or Bassett, Bassett or fires. And I understand this. Okay, if you have a really good guy, or let's say your best guy go in game two. Then he lines up for game one of the division series on regular rest. But I'm like, I don't know. I'm kind of looking around baseball, and Garrett Cole and Bieber are going game one. They're not going game two. Call me old Bob in Vacaville. Bob, welcome to the A's Clubhouse Show. Does that mean he's gone? Okay, let's go to Maggie in Sacramento. Maggie, how are you? Hello? Yes, Maggie, go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, I just wanted to call. Um, I totally agree with you. I think Bob Melvin is the best thing that happened to the A's. Uh, We're lucky to have him, and I would sign him to a 10-year deal if we could. I love that guy. Um, honestly, I think it just comes down to the guys on the field. They have to start playing. They got to start getting some hits. Uh, I'm a big sports person, so you know I believe in jinxes and curses and stuff. So I honestly, just think this team is cursed. Really? Do tell. What is the curse? 
I mean, we just keep getting in these, like, how is it two years in a row we get, we all of our batters just slump right before postseason? Every time we, we can't get a deep run in the playoffs, I just feel like we have, like, a, like a kind of like a Cubs curse on us. Yeah, we need a name, though, because they had, like, the curse of the goat. Red Sox had the curse of the Bambino. We, we got to come up with a name. Well, trading, um, I don't know, Donaldson trade, that's kind of a curse there. Ever since then, what have we done? <laughs> the curse of Donaldson. Problem is, we didn't win in the playoffs with Donaldson either. So that... <laughs> That's true. It's hey, true. Hey, I'm looking. If you can, find, I'm a total conspiracy guy, Maggie. So if like you can come up with a good name, we can sell T-shirts and we could have fun with this. <laughs> I'll think of some. Okay. Yeah, if you can think of some, the curse of something. What is this curse yeah, that the A's I'll, cannot I'll get of out of the? Okay. You figure that out. That's awesome. Maybe the curse of Franklin Barreto, because since we traded him, we haven't been playing well. The curse of no, I'm I, I can't. <laughs> I'm teasing. I, I'm so glad we got rid of that guy, but I'm just teasing. Oh, uh, I know. It, 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 it's tough, but you know what? You got tomorrow. That's a great thing is that it's not a one-game wild card where it's doom and gloom like I'll never forget last year after you know being in the treehouse for the entire game and just, oh, that was so rough against the, uh, oh, yeah. the Rays. Hey, you got tomorrow. Got to believe in Chris Bassett. Hopefully the bats can come alive, and then that gets you into the next day and hopefully a little momentum and uh, you can move on. Yeah, I do, and I believe in this team. You know, I believe in Melvin, Billy Bean. We get that stadium watch out. I just, you know, I'm feeling a little cursed right now. Thank you, Maggie. You be well. Thanks. Love your show. Good work. Thank you. Let's go to Chris in West Oakland. Chris in West Oakland, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Chris, are you there? Yeah, now you got me, Tony. Yeah, I got you. Go ahead. All right, man, I, I'm almost, I'm almost numb to this, Chris. It just seems like the faces change, but every year it's the same thing. And this is just deja vu to a year ago. The offense went completely in the tank at the end of the season, and it's carried over so far into Game One. But I'm with you 100. percent I'm tired of all the analytics geeks that are running baseball. We're three years in a row, three playoff games now, and the guy that's won the most games since he's been here, Mike Fires, hasn't pitched in a single game. He's pitched, correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, did he pitch in two World Series? Did he pitch with the Rays in 09 or just the Astros in 2017? I think he might have pitched in two World Series. He's no, he, 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 did, he, he, he did not pitch for the Astros. Oh, I did. He, okay, my, then it was the Rays. Okay, because I know he's got postseason experience, but my point is, He's 19-5 and five at the Coliseum, and I know the offense hasn't hit. But my argument against that is maybe if you got a veteran that went out there and matched zeros for the first three or four innings, maybe the offense would relax a little bit and put some runs on the board. I just uh, – you can take all your spin rate, OPS, all this crap. I know this. The A's were 36-0 this year when they scored more runs than the other team, and the guy that wins more games than any other pitcher on the staff has not had pitched in a single postseason game, and we've lost all three. And if we're fortunate enough to win tomorrow, which I have no confidence, Chris, I can honestly tell you I expect nothing out of this offense. They're feeble and meek. I don't see a whole lot changing because I don't see a whole lot of approaches. The national broadcast made a good comment today. The A's clearly wear a burden of expectation. That's a nice way to stand yourself in the playoffs. Okay? Hey, hey where are you? Are you really in a hurricane? Where are you? 
Uh, here, hold on. Is that a little better? I was sitting out. I was driving home and I stopped. So is that a little better, Chris? Yeah, it sounds. I, I, I rolled, swear, it sounded okay. like you were the, you were the Weather Channel guy okay. during a hurricane. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. I just like you said, year in and year out, it's the same thing. If we win tomorrow, first off, we have to win tomorrow. I'm okay with Bassett going in game two, especially since they didn't mess. All the people that said Bassett should have started today, that went completely out the window when he started on Thursday. You're not going to start him on short rest in game one of the playoffs. But we've got to come out and throw some zeros tomorrow. Let this offense relax a little. And if we are fortunate enough to get to, to, get to Thursday, I'm with you. 15-0. and 0. I do not want to see another left-hander. I wanted fires over Manaya in the playoff game last year. I definitely want to see him Thursday, but we got to get there first. But, again, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, in the, in the previous caller, I'm with you. You get rid of Billy Bean and Bob Melvin, we become the Miami Marlins, okay? Bob Melvin's not the one that went out there and didn't hit today. Bob, Like you said, I don't think it was I, – I think if Bob Melvin was left to total decision-making – I think you've seen a different rotation, a different order. I think there's a whole lot different. So if you're not pulling the strings, you can't really hold him accountable. But, you know, we've been here before. I just, I just want to see that one game where it relaxes and flows and maybe the floodgates will open. I don't have a lot of confidence, but what's my alternative? I, I mean, I'm an A's fan to the core. I've been through this a lot. So let's just wrap it up tomorrow. But like I said, I don't have a lot of – I love playoff baseball, Chris. I'm just tired of these short exits in the playoffs. I just found you get on the radio. I'm loving this show, my friend. I'll talk to you really soon, hopefully after a victory tomorrow. All right, buddy. He makes a good point. What's going to relax them? What's going to – exercise the demons of, uh uh-oh, here we go again. And is that a veteran putting up zeros? We're so enamored with stuff, velocity. Well, let me ask you a question. Did they look like they had problems with a 96-mile-an-hour fastball right down the middle? It's not a big deal. 96 is nothing to these guys. Now that they're seeing triple digits and 99, you throw 96 down the middle, I'll bear it. They're like, I'll barrel that up. Bring it. They're 15 and 0 against left-handed starters. I, you know, I'm not going to get the answer now. A legitimate question is Did everybody kind of just think we were going to take on the Houston Astros? That that was kind of the lock, right? I mean, it flipped so fast that all of a sudden Cincinnati beat Minnesota, and it was like, what? Taking on the White Sox now? Because you kind of lined it up. You had Fires and then Lazardo go on Thursday at Dodger Stadium. That lined up for today. Well, I knew they weren't going to do Fires, so wasn't hard to figure out. And Bassett going Friday lines up for tomorrow. But at that point, I think everybody kind of, well, I think it's going to be Houston. And then all of a sudden, at the very, because I, I believe, remember, everybody plays at the same time. I think that, and that was the last game. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was, because they went extra innings. 
And it was the very last game, the very last extra innings. What did they go, 10 or 11? And then all of a sudden the whole thing flipped. Like now the A's got the White Sox. You think they were preparing for the White Sox at that point? You've probably already made the decision it's going to be Lazardo, but it's like, whoa, guys, they're 14-0 against lefties. So then you got to go do your research and go, well, that's true, but they haven't faced someone like Jesus Lazardo. That had to be the mentality. Because we joked about it today on Ace Cast Live, going, who are these lefties? They Okay, the one real legit guy, I mean, has the resume. And I'll give Rich Hill some credit, but John, Johnny Lester. You know, we always Johnny Lester. Lester's had a great career. But the, the majority of the guys they beat, you're like, eh, that's not Lizardo. But I keep coming back to... Where do we get off acting like Jesus Lazardo's the savior? Like, what has he done? What has he done that I've heard people, oh, he's the best pitcher on the team. Wait a minute. Chris Bassett just won American League Pitcher of the Month. Had one of the greatest months in Oakland A's history. In the month of September, Jesus Lazardo, and I'm counting today, Jesus Lazardo had a 5.02 ERA. I don't want to, it's not fair to him. I'm not faulting him. He's young. He needs to pitch. He needs innings. He's hardly pitched. He's been babied through the minor leagues. And it's kind of a flaw that we have as as a as a organization slash fan base, we want young players to be something. Sometimes they're not. We've been acting like he's Sandy Koufax. Now there have been young pitchers who have come up and just dominated, and did well. Like I was like, go look at Brett Saberhagen in '85. Go look at Dwight Gooden. Go look at some of these guys. Phenoms. He's young. He needs growth. We were, think about in spring training. We were handing the ball to Puck and Lazardo, and they're going to lead us to the promised land. How's that worked out? We don't want veterans. Ah, oh, the veteran guy only throws 90. His spin rate on his curveball isn't what we want. Oh. All right, I mean, I got to sit back and wear it. It's just... It's tough. It really, really is tough. Because you're going in an opposite route. As you look around baseball, how other people do it, when's the last time you've seen in, in a playoff game, like a wild card game, we're just pitching relievers. We're just pitching a guy who had, what, five or six starts. Unconventional and professional sports doesn't always work. We'll continue with your phone calls at 833-625-2278. We will hear from Melvin and the players, but, you know, you guys want to talk. This was this was a tough one, and you're spirited right now, and I appreciate that. This is the A's Clubhouse Show presented by Budweiser. Legendary moments for a legendary logger. This Bud's for you. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. 
You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly. Cookies and milk. Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't. Because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. The Lexus NX is crafted to take on the modern adventure called life. Alexa, what's the quickest route home? With Amazon Alexa compatibility and the advanced Lexus safety system, the Lexus NX is modern utility for the modern world. Because modern obstacles require modern solutions. See your Northern California Lexus dealer. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Not all Amazon Alexa functionality is available for in-vehicle use. Driven, determined, resilient. Cal State East Bay students are today's creative thinkers and tomorrow's workforce for the region. Cal State East Bay is recognized as one of the most transformative college experiences nationwide, educating the new generation that questions the status quo and works together to find meaningful solutions. Apply today for our degree and certificate programs. We are not just a university, we are a community. Find yourself here at csueastbay.edu. In business, things move quickly. You have to be ready to shift, pivot, adapt, then do it all over again. Comcast Business gives you fast, reliable internet on the nation's largest gig speed network. And now, ask how to get fast shipping with Amazon Business Prime Essentials. Whoa, that was fast. So no matter what comes next, you can do more than bounce back. You can bounce forward. Offer ends 102520. Restrictions apply. Requires qualifying Comcast Business Service. New Amazon Business Prime Essential members only. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. As we prioritize our homes and our health, it's also a good time to reassess our finances. As a local not-for-profit financial institution, First United Credit Union wants to save you money by refinancing your loans. They may be able to lower your monthly payment on your auto loan, mortgage loan, home equity loan, or line of credit. Or maybe they can shorten your term to pay off your loan more quickly. Want more? Use the promo code ATHLETICS when you apply online at firstunitedcu.org and they'll give you $100. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 594075. A's fans, there is no better way to stay in touch with the A's and even our players than following us on social media. Just head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social for a full list of our social coverage from player accounts to Twitter handles and more. Now is the time to stay in touch. Head over to athletics.com slash social. That's athletics.com slash social today. 
Let's pause for station identification right here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. A's Cast, streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on Bloomberg 960, KNEW Oakland and KOSF 103.7 FM HD2 San Francisco. All right, let's go to Rob in San Jose. Rob, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Tony. Yeah, go ahead, Rob. Hey, let's rewind a few years back when the A's used to make a claim that they knew how to grind down starting pitching and get a lot of get, get their pitch count up. I mean, where I don't know where that's gone over the years. I mean, you you know, you could say they are what they are, or chicks dig long ball and there's, you know, it just doesn't. It's there's like a no huddle offense going on here against starting pitching or like even the, even the closer tonight. There's no plan to try to wear that guy down to get a last chance. There's just a lot of hack attack, free swinging, going all in. I don't know what the the term or the euphemism I need to can say to describe. That they're just not grinding. I know it's grinder's luck, but there's also grinder's skill. You actually have to grind when you're at your bat at the bats. They have to be grinded out. When you have top line pitching, Charlie Morton last year, this guy Lucas, you know, I mean, and the guy Keiko tomorrow. I mean, you're going to have to try to get the guys pitch count up. You got to try to own these guys, even though they're superstars, or else you're not going to have a chance. Because if you come out with with a no huddle offense and you can't even earn one run hardly, and then and just breeze through six innings of you know nothing, and act like whoa, because that then the time's up, because it's like it is a tournament, but it's like a more like a, the, a small poker tournament where you know if you're free and easy, and if you're not just getting cards, you're gonna be out of chips, and. uh it's it's just uh, really frustrating because you know I don't even, it doesn't even come down to management. We got we got talent. They're really good at getting us talent, but I don't think and 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 under pressure. But I'd say is I also hate the pressure of the two, the three game series. It's ridiculous. This war of attrition and expanding the playoffs and they're all good teams. They all deserve at least a five game series. But let's get back to what I was talking about. I mean. The, the inability to face top-line pitching in the, in the postseason and looking horrible is just like, like the other guys. It's a bad look. It's the same old song, different verse. The, you know, if we had a longer season last year and we were ahead like we were, I would say, you know, well, hey, we got this, but we're going to start working on our ability to promote runners in scoring position, develop a, a, you know, a, a low-gear offense, because when you face a real pitcher, who's bringing it, and you just come out there, and then you're running out of time, and you're going, whoops, and then you started getting it on tilt, and then the team looks stupid, flat, gassed, and, and weak and small. And it's, it's a bad look. No fundamentals. Well, well I mean, the, the thing about grinding out at bats, when you got a guy that's going to come up, and he's going to pound you inside the strike zone. You're right. I mean, you're, I what, you what, what, what are you going to do? We, you you want to be down 0-2-1-2 constantly? I mean, the, the, the problem is they, but, don't you know, make, they don't make quality contact. That is the problem. Well, then you go on Chris Davis tomorrow. I mean, you can take that contract. Remember Chris Young, Chris Davis? Same thing to me. Waste of money. For the A's, it's not about the money you spend. It's about a lot of things. 
but it's definitely not about the money you spend. You got talent across the board and a wide dynamic of talent. And it's amazing. And I, we're a lot to be proud of, but I mean, they look so miserably flat in, in these one and done games or showing up against a real, a real pitcher and a team that's just as uh, that's young and up and coming. All of a sudden you get the team from the mid part of the country. that's basically almost like your twin or another, you know, getting kind of close, a lot of similarities. You get the Rays. You get, uh, you know, these guys are they're playing for sport, man. This is not a joke. So, I mean, if you don't want to compete, if you don't want to get out and really box, then just, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, we had a great regular season and look at, you know, all everything I can praise them for, but it's failing because the, the there's a lot of there's a lot of details and a lot of, uh, uh, you know. And it's not just a crapshoot, as Billy Green would say, because, you know, if it was a crapshoot, you better have a better dice thrower. So there's details even to even throwing craps, right? If you're a better dice thrower, you're going to do better at craps. So I think there's skill, not just to say it's just a crapshoot, just to write it off and have it as an excuse. But, you know, what you realize, there are elements of luck to the game, too. But then saying that it's a crapshoot, but then how about the skill aspect? And how about the, you know, under pressure skill aspect and working on those talents. Now, we didn't have the whole season, like I said. Last year when we were had, and I knew that the offense was going to blow it. I had a feeling because they weren't working on their station-to-station, table-setting, promote readiness and scoreboards. We're miserable. The stat is right there. It's more than a stat. I see it with my own eyes. I hear it with my ears. It's, it's a horrible lack of fundamental and a not, a, 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 like I said, if you had that low gear, that you needed, that you knew, at least we, could, we know because we know how to promote runners and score emphasis. We challenge ourselves to get this job done. We never get the job done because we don't take it seriously enough. Develop that aspect to our team. And I think it's where the able A's feel. It's not about the money. It's not about signing Chris Davis, Chris Young, Billy Butler, all the clowns, you know, all the failures and all the hack attacks, or who the rally killer is. It's, it's, it's like they're like avoiding uh, developing that aspect to their, their, their car. And when it's, when the, when you got it, when you get in the mud, and you, you get in on the rough roads, you're just you're, you're impotent. Yeah, it's, I hear you, Rob. Thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. You know, like, look at today, first inning. Anderson base it down the right field line. Two outs, Abreu. They got the shift on. Hits the ball to the right side. Base hit. Now they got first and third. They didn't end up scoring, but right out of the gate. Talking about getting pitch count up, talking about making a guy work, making a guy uh, who's making his first ever postseason start, like, oh, boy. I mean, if Jesus Lazardo goes one, two, three, who knows what that game's like. But he didn't. Next inning, home run. Next inning, two-run shot. And next inning, it's deja vu. Let's go to Ryan in San Leandro. Ryan, go How you ahead. Doing today, Chris? Hello? Yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to comment on a, a few things that I've noticed, you know, over the past couple of years uh, as a big Ace fan. You know, every year we make it to the playoffs, and, you know, one part of me has hope that we're going to make a deep run, but the other part of me is just realistic in knowing that the main thing we've been lacking for all these years is that number one dominant starter, and for example, last year, you know, when when everybody thought we should have started Fires and we went with Manaya, um, granted, Fires had the better year, but, you know, 
I can't really question that decision too much because we don't have a number one. We have uh, a two, a three, and a three B, and a three C. So my thoughts were, as, as far as going into this postseason and them throwing Lizardo today, uh, I didn't agree with it either. I thought they should have thrown Bassett. But when you're faced with having to decide on who's really your go-to guy and the A's don't really have that, you know, what are your thoughts on, on the choice of Lizardo and, and your thoughts as well on just not having that number one pitcher that you really need when you, to make a, a deep postseason run? Yeah, I, I I was not in favor of starting Jesus Lazardo today. Thought it was too big of a yeah. moment, too early for him. Uh, doesn't have the resume, and you know, this is game one, and when your starter is barely getting through three on game one, that's not a good sign. And yeah, do they have what's called an ace? Most teams don't have one. But when you have people that have won a lot of games for you and been very productive for you, and you had a guy that's running the hot hand right now as the American League Pitcher of the Month, I think you had, I think you had options that you didn't use. Yeah, I, I agree with you, too. I mean, I just um, – I definitely think you're right on point with that. You know, it's just frustrating for me is that it's pretty glaring as a, as a diehard ace fan. It's like if we, with all the teams we've had over the past several years, you know, Chapman being out obviously is not, not helping us either. You know, that's a really big bat we miss in the lineup. But just, just the fact that, you know, the, the last three or four playoff uh, years that we have made it into the postseason and, and the starting pitching is always our glaring weakness um, is just disheartening because I feel like, Maybe things could have been different, whether it had been the past two wild card losses or, or the you know the John Lester year where I never thought he was an ace to begin with. Um, but that's kind of my thoughts, and I just wish that you know hope that maybe the A's can can get that number one starter, that that ace, whether it's through free agency or maybe Lazardo can become that in the next few years or whoever else. But um, but anyway, thanks for taking my call, and uh, it's uh, good listening to you. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what you want Lizardo to be. That's what you want Puck to be. You want to have, you know, develop like another big three. It's hard to do. It's really hard to do. And it's easy to fall in love with a young guy with electric stuff. But sometimes, you know, it's a big moment. Are they ready for that moment? You can really question that. Let's go to Steve and Folsom. Steve and Folsom, you're on the A's Clubhouse Show. Yep. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, Steve from Folsom. Hey, I to call you a lot, Chris. Love your show. I love the A's cast. Uh, don't know what I'd miss because I've been on hold for a while. But, yeah, I'm as frustrated as most of the, the callers are. But, you know, we're, we're A's fans. We're resilient. We're not like Giants fans. We're not going to drive across the bay because our team lost. Uh, we'll be with our team. You'll be cheering us on next year. we got tomorrow. Hopefully we'll win. I am disappointed. I get it. I understand that you say, hey, Bob Melvin doesn't make the call. And, and you're closer to the team than we are. We're just armchair quarterbacks. 
But that being said, I hope Billy and general manager, they listen to your program, that we're frustrated. If they're the ones making the call in three years in a row, we started the wrong pitcher. They need to know as a fan base who is a good fan base that we have here in Oakland. We're, we're, we're frustrated because you can put all your numbers and cybermetrics and all the stuff. I mean, they made a movie about our team because we were different. Now everyone's trying to be with be like us. Let's be different now and go back to the old school way and let Melvin make the call and get the right pitcher in there. That's interesting. I that that's not the trend that baseball's going. I'm just going to be honest with you. Nobody nobody is yeah, looking well, we to go. The, we set the trend. Yeah, we set the trend that everyone's following now. Everything's spin rate. You know all this kind of stuff with the pitchers now. Let's do something different because, you know, it hasn't worked for us in the last three years. And here we got, and I know it's redundant. These guys have been calling in. But we got the pitcher of the month sitting on, sitting on the bench. And I know, well, shoot, he pitched Thursday. Well, two weeks ago, we knew we were going to win this West. We knew we'd be in. They should have started adjusting the rotation or bring, or bring in our right-hander. I mean, fires, my goodness to me, to see him sitting down again. This game was everything. This was no different than the last two years except it was a one-game show last year. Everything counted for today to win because, like you said on your show last week, if you lose the first game, then it becomes an elimination game. And now we're in that. Now our backs are against the wall. If we'd have pitched, say, Fires or I thought Bassett and won this game because of good pitching, not needing a lot of runs, maybe maybe tomorrow we get fired up and our bats get alive. But now, shoosh, we're, we're, our backs are against the wall. I just Whoever is making the decision, I hope they're listening to this, this call in this program we're frustrated with the way the A's are handling their one chance to go somewhere in the playoffs that's fair I mean because you can look at how New York went how the Rays and the wild card went you can it, it wasn't conventional like most teams they've lined up they know who they're gonna go with right they've got their guys and the wild card game in New York wasn't conventional. The wild card game at home wasn't conventional. Uh, a lot of people can say, hey, listen, they didn't score enough runs anyway. That's fine. But I, I was just watching that game today with the Twins and the Astros, and, and they're matching zeros. You have to be able to match zeros. And it just seems like these last three wild card games, it's like boom, 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 and next thing you know, your back's against the wall, and you're, and, and, well, you're going home. Now, 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 really, your back's against the wall because it's an elimination game. It's like the other team gets out to such a fast start because the was the pitching decision the right? Because pitching is your momentum. That's right. That's right. So you got to put all your marbles in pitching for that first game. You got to get that one under your belt, and then let the chips fall on the second one. But I don't know. And in some of it, I'm frustrated with even with the three game series. I know it's a different year, but. Gosh, can we ever just get into a, a five-game series so if we do get a slow start, we can get a chance to get going? We just want to get into the playoffs deeper than a game or two games. I think we could do something because, you know, our guys get excited when they start hitting and start winning, and it, it, we'll get hot, but we can't get far enough to get hot. <laughs> yeah, it looks like so, Aaron Judge anyway, is, I, I'll say like it. Yeah. Aaron Judge has hit a two-run shot off Shane Bieber. Yeah. Well, it'd be nice for us to be – Yep. Well, hopefully we're we're still around. Hopefully we get things together tomorrow. You know, if not, we'll all be back because we love our team. We love the show. We got something different. Everyone else doesn't have. We we really have real fans that are knowledgeable fans, and we're frustrated, but we don't walk away from our team because they lose. We'll, we'll we'll be here tomorrow. We'll be here next year. Hopefully we'll be here farther in the playoffs this year. 
Yeah, yeah, no, hey, let, 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 let's start thinking positive. we got to be here for another couple of weeks. That's right. That's right. All Thank right, you, Chris, Steve. Thanks for your call. Always enjoy your show. Take care. Let's go to Armand in San Jose. Armand, you are on the A's Clubhouse show. Armand, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I think the problem that we have to address is that this is an organizational problem. We've had different players, different managers. So if decisions are being made other than the manager who has an instinct based on what he sees with his players, he's got a feel of the team throughout the season – and that's something that has to be addressed. I mean, one thing, I'm one of the people that don't really care about Billy Bean being around because I don't feel he's the key to winning. I mean, other organizations have changed people at the top. They did what they need to do to move on. So whatever happens with that happens. But we got to look at it from this perspective. They don't spend money. This is what happens when you don't spend money. You're not getting the right type of veterans in the rotation so that it doesn't matter who you face. You're putting the guy out that you feel comfortable that can win you the first game. I mean, let's just go back to when Dave Stewart pitched for the A's. The A's didn't care who they were playing because they had their guy, and you had to beat him to get through the A's first. The A's don't have that. you got to develop that, and when you do, you got to spend money to keep them. And if you don't have that, you got to be willing to go get somebody else who wasn't willing to keep theirs. And then when it comes to the hitting, the A's have lacked a true, legit, Number three hitter who can hit for average, drive in runners, as well as hit home runs. They become all or nothing to the point to where if they don't hit the home runs, they're easy to shut down. I really don't care about people grinding out at bats if you don't finish it off with a hit. You look at Tim Anderson. He won a batting title last year and only walked, what, 15 times? You know, the guy only walked 10 times this year. I mean, at some point in time, you have to get hits. You win the game by hitting. You don't get it by taking the first base on a walk and hoping you get a two-run homer. I mean, you, the way they're playing the game now is almost like watching softball, but without the home runs that they hit in softball. And I just think, you know, organizationally, they got to change some things around. And it's sad because you have these players for only so long because they don't pay the money. And then when they're at a point in their careers where they can actually maybe get better, you don't keep them. We're going through the cycle again. So we can sit here and complain all we want. We've seen this before. I personally don't care about no other people's fans, bandwagon fans. I don't care if we have 40,000 bandwagon fans. All that matters to me is winning. And it's just ridiculous. And I'm sorry, but they deserve all the criticism they get. And one thing that really bothers me, and I see it across baseball time and time again, you got runners in scoring position. Nobody is shortening up their swings to go up the middle or opposite field to get the run in. You got two strikes. Instead of just trying to make good, solid contact, they're still swinging for the fences. I see Olsen do it all the time, and it's disgusting. And the players have to take responsibility. Hitting 195 in 60 games is ridiculous. I don't care if it's a shortened season and you didn't have another 80 to 90 games to get on track. You know what it is. I look at Mookie Beck's bets. He didn't have this problem. So you got a lot of guys that underachieved, and it's happening right in front of us in the first game. Very good call. I agree with you. Thank you very much, Armand. I, I I agree. Plate adjustment. 
I mean, we've gotten to a point to where we have seen coming down the stretch where they took a guy and put it put him in the outfield. So there's four outfielders and then three infielders. There's nobody playing between third base and second base. There's nobody there. And what do you do? Strike out. What do you do? Hit it into the shift. I just they're giving you free base hits at times. Giving it to you. And you don't take it. Lack of contact, lack of quality contact has been a problem. I mean, this was a this was an astounding stat. The lowest batting average ever to be in the postseason for a team was the 1906 White Sox at 230. We broke that record. The Reds, Cubs, Brewers, A's, Indians, all lower than that going into this postseason. All right, one more call. William in Visalia. William, you are now on the A's Clubhouse Show. Hey, Danny, how you doing? I'm hanging in there. Well, I was thinking we can't really be mad because I don't think anybody really expected the A's to win game one. That's why we were always complaining about the series. Because if we could win game one, we wouldn't need the series. So I, I think I think this was what we we expected him to do. I think tomorrow when you throw out your best pitcher, if he can't win or you can't do it with him, then I don't really think we need to be in here anyway. You know what I mean? He's the best guy we have just by the numbers. So hopefully we see fires, but if we don't, that's not until another day away. Tomorrow's the focus, and uh, I think we go on that. <laughs> well, and you got to have confidence in Bassett. How well he's – this is the best he's thrown the ball in his career. He was the American League Pitcher of the Month. Yeah. And I was thinking about your curse. Did you do the math on our regular season record with your math, the 2.7 or whatever? Oh, no, I didn't. Do it. See if I'm right on this. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. What do we have, 36 wins, right? Yep. All right. Hold hold on. Hold on. My San Jose State math. That would have been ninety seven point two wins. Exactly. We have the curse of ninety seven and done. <laughs> Wasn't it in ninety seven we started getting good and going into the playoffs? Uh, you might have found something, William. I kind of like this. I kind of like this is the curse of 97 because 97.2, we'd have to round down to 97. We can't round up to 98. The curse of 97. You're brilliant, by the way. (laughs) I just listen to you. You you, you give me all my information. Oh, no, no, no. You just came up with the curse. We, it's like, (laughs) It's like Chris Davis hitting 247. Now that he doesn't hit 247, he doesn't hit home runs. Well, the A's can't go forward in the playoffs because they always end up on 97 wins. I like it. Yeah. William, thank you for the phone call. All right, here is Bob Melvin after a very disappointing Game 1 loss. Susan Slusser, we'll start with you. Hi, Bob. Um, first of all, your uh, overall thoughts on today's uh, game, particularly from an offensive standpoint, and now being faced with a potential elimination game. Yeah, I mean, we've Giolito was good. 
you know, we knew he'd be tough. You know, looking at uh, some of his previous outings, you could get his pitch count up a little bit, foul some balls off and make him work. And that was kind of the plan, but didn't didn't work out that way for us. You know, he, he was on it right away through strikes, kept us off balance through his changeup and his slider. He pitched really well. Uh, could you discuss the two mistakes Lizardo made, particularly the, you know, the 0-2 fastball to Engle, and then, you know, the 2-0 pitch with first base open with the Abreu? Yeah, he just centered some balls that, you know, they hit hard. You know, he, he, he had pretty good stuff. He had five strikeouts. He didn't walk anybody early on, you know, wasn't getting strike one, was getting the 1-1 counts to get back ahead. But when he, when he threw the ball down the middle of the plate, they had some good swings. Is that maybe a good spot to, to put a Bray on, especially once you're 2-0? What's that now? I didn't hear that. With a 2-0 count to a Bray U on first No, I mean, if, if you see where Murph was setting up, you know, he, he didn't want it there. So he, he just missed on that pitch. Melissa Lockhart. Sorry. Given how comfortable they looked against left-handers, you know, especially early in the game, does that change your thinking if there is a game three at all? It does some, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll we'll we still we need to get past tomorrow, then we'll think think about game three. But we knew going in. You, I mean, we could see the numbers. Um, I'm not sure that they had they faced too many guys that threw, you know, with the velocity that Lazardo did. But they had a good approach on them across the board. So you know, we'll still tomorrow's tomorrow's a game we need to win first. Curtis Pashoka. Uh, Bob, you know, Chris Bassett's been terrific for you guys for, for most of the year here. Obviously, is it fair to say that, you know, you have a lot of faith in him to, to get this to a game three? We do. He's pitched great all year. You know, the lined up, after, you know, for five uh, for game two. Obviously, game two is a very important game regardless. So we need to go out there and win tomorrow. And we feel, you know, our best shot is with him at this point. Uh, at least the way he's pitched recently and probably consistently over the course of the season. Matt Kawahara. Hey, Bob, you guys had to cover a lot of innings uh, with the bullpen today. Um, minus Wendell, can you feel like everybody else is going to be available tomorrow? Yeah, you know, it, it's once the once the postseason comes around, these guys will be able to pitch three days in a row. So, you know, we're just trying to keep it as close as we possibly can. Bullpen did, did a great job. Obviously, Wendelkin did a fantastic job. You know, less maybe when Delkin tomorrow, we still feel like we have a, a full bullpen. Susan Slusser. Bob, you've talked a lot this year about how well your team responds to adversity and it's particularly kind of battle-hardened after a season like this. How do you feel like they will respond tomorrow? Well, we have no choice tomorrow. So, but that, that's the way we've been here for a while now. So, you know, we, we wanted a series. We lost the first game of it. Now it's, now it's time for us to respond tomorrow. We're going to have to do more offensively. Uh, you know, we, we can't score one run and think that, you know, we're going to win tomorrow and put that much pressure on our starters. So uh, offensively, we have to show up. We have pretty good numbers off left-handed pitching, too. Our record's good off the lefties as well. So hopefully that plays out for us. How, how much does this remind you uh, of maybe some of the last two wild card games with falling behind early and then just not quite being able to catch up offensively? I, you know what? I didn't even consider it. You know, we knew we were up against a tough pitcher. We're trying to wear him out a little bit. Hopefully, as the game went along, uh, he, he, you know, he, we'd get some pitches to hit. We really didn't. So, you know, we had the one opportunity and just couldn't get, couldn't get more, um, unfortunately. Matt Kawahara. 
the early starts obviously um, affect what you can do before the game in terms of pregame work, but are you going to do anything differently, change anything up in terms of potentially hitting on the field, anything like that? I, I you know, we'll, we'll talk about it. I don't know that any, something like that is going to make a difference today. You know, we, we, we hit in the cage plenty of times in early games over the course of the season. We've hit taken BP for 60 games this year. It's more about our approach and, and getting some results offensively during the game. Pre-game's not really – doesn't really have anything to do with it. Yeah, let's not make excuses. I mean, the bottom line is it was rough today. They had to get there early because they got to do the COVID-19 test. They're not used to games this early or getting to the ballpark that early. But it's playoffs. You got to be better. I mean, everybody's going to tell you that. Hey, the, the White Sox didn't have a problem. Hey, the White Sox, they, they at one point, they didn't know where they were going on Sunday. They had to wait till the end of the Twins-Reds game, right? Then they had to fly all the way out here, shack up in a hotel also. They didn't seem to have an issue today. Can't make excuses. All right, coming up next, we're going to hear from Jesus Lazardo right here on the A's Clubhouse Show, presented by Budweiser, legendary moments for a legendary lager. This Bud's for you. At Roundtable Pizza, we know what you expect from a great pizza. For over 60 years, we've been hand-rolling our dough daily and using only the finest ingredients, like real California cheese and sauce made in-house. Enjoy six free garlic parmesan or cinnamon twists when you download our new Roundtable Pizza Royal Rewards app via the App Store or Google Play. Or sign up online at roundtablepizza.com rewards. Roundtable Pizza Royalty. Dealing with a toddler can be tough. Okay, really tough. Now imagine that toddler at your doctor's appointment with you, the same toddler that hugs everyone he sees. Now imagine being able to see your doctor live, in person, from the comfort of your living room. Video visits with your doctor with no copay. Another way Kaiser Permanente brings you quality care so you can thrive. Learn more at kp.org. Appointments is available and appropriate. Some plans may require cost sharing. To reduce the risk of wildfires, PG&E may proactively turn off power when severe weather is forecast. Here are four ways to prepare before a power shutoff. Update your contact information at pge.com slash mywildfirealerts so we can reach you. Plan for medical needs like medications that need to be refrigerated or devices that require power. Pack or restock your emergency supply kit. Ensure backup power sources are safe to operate. To learn more, visit safetyactioncenter.pge.com. Looking to stay up to date on all things A's? Head over to athletics.com slash A's cast. That's athletics.com slash A's cast to listen to A's baseball and full 24-7 coverage of the A's only on A's cast. With a single click, you can stream great shows, live pre and post game coverage, and of course, all the great action of the A's this season. Head to athletics.com slash A's cast today. Oakland A's baseball. Play ball. You're all in, cheering our A's through every home run, stolen base, and Steerack 3. But when the final out is called, game time doesn't have to be over when you escape to Cash Creek Casino Resort. 
Cash Creek is just a short drive away for the long-needed break you deserve with our luxury spa, award-winning golf course, amazing restaurants, and, of course, world-class gaming. Cash Creek Casino Resort, proud partner of our Oakland A's. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, cookies and milk, Oakland and Kaiser Permanente. If that last one caught you off guard, it shouldn't, because Kaiser Permanente has been helping keep Oakland healthy since our very beginning. And as the official healthcare partner of the Oakland A's, that won't be changing anytime soon. Whatever you may need, you can trust Kaiser Permanente to help keep you feeling your best. Kaiser Permanente. Thrive. Visit kp.org today. NBC Sports California. Your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your home for Oakland A's baseball. You're working from home. So how do you connect with coworkers and clients? With Ring Central the number one global communication solution for business. Ring Central makes talking, texting, collaborating, and video calls easy. And it's all on one platform. And when we say everyone should be connected, we mean it. It's why we're giving Ring Central free to educators, health providers, and nonprofits. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Welcome to the new Ring Central. All right, we got a long way to go. But the Rays right now lead the Blue Jays 3-0 in the bottom of the seventh. Yankees on a Aaron Judge home run lead the Indians 2-0. So let's say the Yankees hold on. That means the top seed lost in three of the four games today. I wonder if the guy who does the Twins postgame show, where they only scored one run, took the same kind of calls that I did. Because they've lost, God, it was like 16, 17 straight postseason games, something like that. It's a crazy amount. Oh, wait, no. The Twins, think about this. Because you can always look at somebody else. The Twins... Now have a record losing 17 straight postseason games. 17 straight. That's brutal. So Yankees up 2-0 in the bottom of the second and bottom of the seventh. Rays are shutting out the Blue Jays 3-zip. Not a great day for Jesus Lazardo. Three and a third, three earned, six hits. Five strikeouts, could have been worse, got out of the first with two runners on, but just was not a good day for the left-hander. Here he is after his first playoff start. Jesus, um, what what did you see kind of going on there? Um, it seemed like your stuff was good, as Bob was saying, but just, you know, maybe two mistakes on the two home run pitches. Um, what what kind of would you say happened on those two home runs? Yeah, um, like you said, two mistakes, uh, two home runs. Uh, obviously, that's a team that uh, hits a lot of home runs, and they capitalize on those two mistakes. I feel like my uh, my pitches are pretty good other than that. Matt Kawahara. 
is just knowing just how uh, much damage a Brave has done. Uh, what do you, what, where are you trying to go with that 2-0 pitch? Um, and was there any consideration about maybe being more careful with pitching around in that situation with first base open? Uh, I mean, I was trying to go down the way. Uh, I left it a little bit more middle than, than it was supposed to. But, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, you guys, MVP caliber type uh, hitters. So uh, you got to be careful when I made a mistake. I, that's not where I meant to put it. Melissa Lockhart. It looked like your breaking ball was getting a lot of swings and misses. Was there any thought to throwing that um, on the O2 pitch to angle instead of the fastball? Um, no, I mean, not really, no. Uh, m my thought was what we went with, and that was what Murphy thought. And, you know, we both uh, do our scouting reports. Again, I made a mistake. And if I make the right pitch, that's probably not the result. Susan Slusser. Is there, are you trying to elevate there on the pitch to angle? Is that where you were trying to go, more the top of the zone? Yeah, up and in. Martin Gallegos. So as you've seen, this team uh, battled back from adversity a lot this year, um, after a loss especially. Um, what's the feeling kind of like amongst the team just heading into tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, I think that – I mean, I have no doubt in this team. Uh, I know most of the guys don't have any doubt in this team. Uh, I know that there's a lot of pessimism pessimism going around um, from a lot of people, but not in this clubhouse. Um, we don't let that get in this clubhouse. Uh, whatever is said negatively about our team, we don't let it get in our head. And uh, I know Bassett's going to go out there and dominate tomorrow, and then the hitters are going to hit, and then uh, we'll go to game three and see what happens. Curtis Pashoka. Hey, Zeus. Um, obviously, you're not you're not making excuses, but – how much of your routine was just affected by the early starts? And I guess you had to get up super early for testing and, and things like that. And did, did the early start affect your, your normal routine at all? Um, not really, no. I mean, I wake up at 7 a.m. almost every day anyway. So uh, waking up at 7 a.m. to go get tested didn't really affect me at all. Um, it was just, you know, one of those things, one of those days. Thank you, Jesus. All right, well, tomorrow it's an elimination game. We're back at it. A's cast live at 8 a.m. Wake up early. Breakfast with Townie. Let's get her going. Hawk Harrelson and Ray Fossey together at 9.30. It's going to be awesome. Let's see. i got to get to my text from the commander. Bear with me one moment as Chris Bassett will be on the mound up against Dallas Keuchel. So we'll have Susan Slusser at 8.15, Jason Benetti, the TV voice of the Chicago White Sox. He's actually doing the Yankees-Indian series, which will be great. Ray Fossey at 9.30, and then Ken Hawk Harrelson will join us at 9.45. It's a jam-packed show. We'll get you ready for game two of this wild-card series. And, of course, I'm going to say this. 11-15 A's total access, is that correct, Robert? 11-10, and first pitch is going to be at 12-10. All right, we will see you all tomorrow, bright and early for A's Cast Live at 8 a.m., and then we'll be getting you ready for the ball game as the A's must win. It is a must win. Do or die. You win, you play another day. You lose, and the season's over. 
Chris Bassett, sleep well. And get ready to come out and dominate tomorrow. And the hitters. It's a lefty on the mound. You do well against lefties. Get ready for some good contact. And score some runs. A's with the loss in game one to the White Sox, 4-1. Be safe, everybody, and we'll see you tomorrow at 8 a.m. NBC Sports California, your home for postseason baseball as the A's battle their way through October. Join Brody Brazil and Dave Stewart as we follow the A's every step of the way with A's pregame and postgame live, before and after every postseason game. Wherever you are, get all the latest October Quest details, game recaps, features, videos, and more by downloading the My Teams app and going to NBCSportsCalifornia.com slash athletics. NBC Sports California is your for Oakland A's baseball. A's fans, let's continue to do our part in stopping the spread of COVID-19. Be sure to wear a mask when you leave the house, maintain social distancing, and wash your hands frequently. Visit athletics.com resources for additional resources and information on COVID-19. Help your community stay safe by doing your part. Please stay safe. Visit athletics.com resources. That's athletics.com resources. Hit well. Back is Upton at the track, at the wall, and out it goes for Steven Piscotti. A two-out, three-run blow. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of Oakland A's Baseball. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.